0: Before we get into today's game scoop, let's take a moment for a shout out to our sponsor, Squarespace. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create an awesome website, connect with your audience and sell anything, all in one place, all on your terms. With Squarespace, you can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream. You design your products and production, inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. You can sell your products in an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Use insights to grow your business, learn where your site visits and sales are coming from, and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on top keywords or most popular products. Ready to get started? Head over to squarespace.com gamescoop for a free trial. And when it's showtime, use our special promo code, GAMESCOOP, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me here in our L.A. studio is Colin Stevens. Hey, gamer. Appropriately dressed for today's topics. And also with us mm-hmm. this week are Sam Claiborne.
2: Is that that GD demon from Ghosts and Goblins on your sweatshirt, Damon? <laughs>
0: uh, no, this one's from uh, uh, Rygar.
2: Mmm.
3: Uh, okay. This is a less Rhygar, offensive. A less bat. offensive. Yeah. My first thought was that it was a red mage from the first Final Fantasy. Oh, and that then I looked be... closer, and I was like, okay, he's not themed for Final Fantasy, but yeah. that's okay.
0: I was expecting. I thought we were gonna big, get big Rygar news today, <laughs> but I guess not. Guess that's not coming. <laughs> also, Justin Davis is here with us.
4: Hello, hello, Colin, I love
3: your shirt. Where did you get it from? Um, I may or may not have gotten it from the IGN store. <laughs> oh, well, okay, okay, but did you get it I from, got it from the, the IGN store? store. <laughs> Actually, oftentimes I'll come on to the show if there's, like, there's Metroid news. So I think one of the more recent shows mm-hmm. I was wearing mm-hmm. my really dope 80s uh, mm-hmm. Samus uh, Aaron shirt. And um, I got that from the IGN store, too. Honestly, like, this isn't... This isn't even like really a plug, like from someone who works at iGEN. Mm-hmm. I've just gotten a lot of really cool shirts from the iGEN store. So if you cool like cool nerdy
2: shirts, there's a lot of stuff there. We're gonna store clip this I... out, and you'll hear it on every game scoop for the, till the end of time. <laughs> We're Tom gonna clip
0: that promo yeah. ad. <laughs> perfectly delivered. And for those um, that are listening, Colin's wearing the uh, the original Legend of Zelda title screen mm-hmm. shirt. The push start of which button. the music appeared in
2: the Tears of the Kingdom trailer today. That weird, yep. that weird that uh, weird title screen music.
0: Yep, that's what we'll be discussing today. We've got new looks at both The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and Final Fantasy 16 to discuss. But first, I just wanted to share that I beat Resident Evil 4. Ooh, mm-hmm. I know nice, Sam has nice. beaten it, and then I don't remember if we talked, you had beaten it already? I am halfway through my replay. Okay, doing yep. the replay there. And you're on like Professional now? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. That's it's, what
3: it's even, even when you like do the replay on Professional like with New Game Plus, it like... The second time you play that game is always like a different experience, because the first time it's like survival horror, Mm -hmm. you're conserving ammo, sometimes you feel like you're, you know, sort of up against the wall a lot, and then when you do the replay with New Game Plus, you're just like blasting through enemies, and you're like (laughs) headshotting people from the beginning,
2: and you're like, this is, this is what video gaming is all about, man. Yeah, yeah. No, Ooh. I loved it. We, so you my, you we can go. play through professional, but you can't get the. I know you can't get the S plus rating if you use your new game plus. Um, you still can unlock a ton of stuff, right?
3: I th- I think so. I mean, I have I haven't beaten the new game plus run through yet, so I don't really know what's going to happen.
2: But you there. used, and, but did enough stuff carry through that you're like, oh yeah, I can mow down these enemies.
3: Yeah, for sure. Like I had a fully upgraded red nine, which is the best handgun, by the way. Hmm. So just a love just a cool. tip. Um, uh, it's definitely the strongest one. And then once you get the super extra bonus, it's, I think it's a twice as powerful as its full upgrade. It's like that one. So that's what on, its full upgrade does. It does I 2x think so. for it. It was either, 1.5x yeah. or 2x. Um, and, uh, with that and with like the high crit rate and stuff, like, yeah, oftentimes you would get like a critical hit on someone's head and it would just be the
0: biggest, most unrealistic explosion <laughs> you'll ever see. And it's just like, nice. mm-hmm, I love that yeah, game. Feels great. No, nope, yeah, I loved it. We, we, we've talked a lot about how awesome this game is. I have no notes on the gameplay. <laughs> Technical issues though, I was playing on PS5, mm. lots of texture pop up throughout mm. the whole game. Ooh. And then unfortunately for me, in the final chapter, the game failed to load the ground texture. Huh? So I oh, was no. walk, standing on a ground, but could see through to the ocean, because the final chapter takes place on the cliffs above the <laughs> That's Atlantic so Ocean. Weird. I so weird. And, and I even like exited out and reloaded my save. It was still like that. Oh, no. There's no texture on the ground anywhere. So that was
2: a little bit. You gotta update
0: your drivers, Damon. Maybe I'm it was a. Uh, maybe it was an insanity effect. Maybe it was. <laughs> it did make me feel your
2: world tendency was too high.
0: A little bit crazy.
2: Did um, you try turning on uh, high resolution ground existing mode? <laughs> oh, I
0: didn't. I think I had that off in the uh, in the, you in the talk, yeah. You have to talk, yeah, you have to choose great. between
2: sky or ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love that in the ending, it's still heavily implied that Leon and Ashley are going to jet ski across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how they're getting home. How long yeah. do you think that would take, <laughs> easily? <laughs> I mean, if, if they if didn't the ga- run out of gas, gas like, yeah, like, what, run out. how many weeks would that take? <laughs> yeah. I don't
2: know.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, how they the they're, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, they just... Sure, right? That's what... <laughs>
4: They survived that whole thing, and then Ashley just trusts Leon, and then and then two days later they just die of, of exposure.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: Have you guys tried to toggle on the unlockable costumes?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I got the um, I guess the gangster one, which yeah. is a lot of fun. Well,
2: and there's some there's some like DLC ones that um I, I was messing with. And one of them is like I think it's called mm, Casual Ashley. Is that her like emo like, goth one? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so funny.
0: It's so many, it, just, then, it changes yeah. the it changes
2: the dynamics of the I mean, scene I so know. much. The
0: look doesn't match her like demeanor at all. So.
2: yeah, she's dressing like 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 Harley Quinn cosplay yeah. in 2005. Yeah. It's so great. We have this really great video on uh, IGN right now
3: where we did an interview with the voice actor for Leon, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a new voice actor for these newer games. Um, but we had him read a bunch of the lines that were from the original Resident Evil 4 that were cut. And Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil 4 is like his favorite game of all time. So he was getting super into it, and mm-hmm. it was like all of the like, um, just like, oh, we're gonna sit by the campfire and sing
0: Kumbaya together, and like just,
3: you know, ridiculous yeah. stuff. So I highly recommend looking got at it. Got a cigarette? Got gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He's got some great one-liners uh, in the game. And there's still there's still a lot
3: of good ones in this game. Yeah. They toned it down like a little bit, but it's still really campy and great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, campy in a good way. Anyway. Resident Evil 4, on to the next, on to whatever, what's next? Star Wars Jedi Survivor, I think, probably. Mm-hmm. Yay. And then we're going to get uh, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Let's talk about that one first. Sorry, Mariah, I'm throwing yes. you a curveball. Let's do Zelda first. yeah uh, new, Yeah, new trailer today. Everybody seems very excited about it. Yep. Everybody seems to love yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Everybody's in the too. corner. And I
0: do, too. Yeah. you know
4: why, Damon? Because yeah. it's awesome. Because <laughs> it completely rules.
0: Yeah, I, um, I'm getting really excited for this game now. And that point in the trailer when the uh, original, the overworld theme plays, that totally got me. Yeah. Totally like, oh. Got, oh. So, such That's an emotional, so it gets you right in the feels. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. this construct just beating on a choo-choo that got me. <laughs> just yeah. beating on him viciously. <laughs>
3: The, the structure of this trailer is, like, almost identical to the structure of the pre-release Breath of the Wild trailer. Is that true? Which most people consider to be, like, one of the greatest trailers ever made. And by most people, I mean me and other people. <laughs> but I consider it to be the greatest trailer ever made. And, um, you know, I have those suspicions because it starts a little bit slower. A lot of, like, sort of, like... Um, nature shots and stuff. And then it gets like a little bit closer. You see a little bit of like villages Mm -hmm. and like other things. And then like the other music kicks in, famous Zelda music Mm -hmm. starts kicking Mm -hmm. in and then like action starts happening. And then you have Zelda with her back turned to the camera Mm -hmm. and like someone else talking to her. And like, it's like very similar, but like it works. And you know, I think the the trailer for Breath of the Wild maybe like hit me like a little bit more emotionally than this Mm -hmm. trailer did. But this trailer has me so excited. Like, there's just an insane amount of stuff that's going on. Like, the, the laser hallway mm-hmm. that they, they removed from Resident Evil <laughs> yeah. 4 and put into here. Um, yeah. And, uh, like, he created his own, like, giant robot to, like, uh, battle someone else. And this looks like it's, like, a vending like yeah. machine that he's, like, turning. <laughs> and it's just, like, this, yeah. this game, I'm convinced this game is going to make the original Breath of the Wild boring. <laughs> <Ooh>.
4: <laughs> Dude, it's so cool. You know, the part of the trailer that got me, Damon, was that giant floating orb. <laughs> what the, the, with what the is water? that orb all about? No, the one not the water jump orb. Into or?
2: Yeah, what yeah, is that?
4: It's like <laughs> so that cool. cool. Yeah. I, like I want to go inside that orb and then dodge, think the, think dodge the lasers. <laughs>
2: Justin's take uh, earlier was that there's so many, like, pausable moments in this. So you're just like, what the heck is this frame? <laughs> and I've just spent all day doing that. Like that frame or that yeah. frame. Or that for yeah, it.
3: yeah, right. Where's Are you just orb? gonna jump into that giant Death Star orb? Like, hell yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. That Sam. part where the, where he's put together a little cart and he's taking villagers around yeah. with glue yeah. and a horse. And
3: he just rockets us rocket. He's Like riding is a real gravity rocket. jumping. Uh it's like Yeah, and you got the moon jump. And then there, then we got another minecart sequence, the second minecart sequence of the year.
2: I love this. I love <laughs> the giant robot battle. That's just the funniest thing ever. And, and you can Blazers, see like I think um, what's going on is there's like a marauding tower of bow coblins and you're just like well i can make one of those let's see what happens (laughs) cool
4: we and there actually are really cool gameplay implications that we got out of this trailer too like there there's several shots of like crowd combat and NPCs fighting Mm -hmm. alongside you like Mm -hmm. three or four like friendly characters Mm -hmm. fighting along kind of like a small army of enemies and i'm like like that's really cool like i don't think you know breath of the wild didn't have anything like that so yeah, you know, excited to see those companions come back and and um, you know, take a little bit more active role in the story this time around. Yeah, yeah, like this scene,
3: you get a you get a sense that like in the first game you would have you know a companion for short bursts like four times in the game basically, mm-hmm. and in this it seems like. A lot less of like a lonely game in the sense that like hmm. things are kind of yeah. have been rebuilt a little bit and there's villagers and like hyrule is starting to be on like the uptick and then you've got these um descendants of the champions like fighting alongside you and it just seems like it seems like less of a lonely world than the first breath of the wild hmm. was. and and i think that's kind of nice because it, it seems like tonally they'll actually be a, quite a bit different at least in theory you know Um, They seemed,
4: they still didn't, we still don't have dungeons confirmed, Mm, but there's definitely areas in that trailer. mm, They did underground
2: confirmation today. They did big, we saw big
0: cave confirmed. Big cave. (laughs) Possibly uh, an old, uh, an old boss Mm, returning. Gliok, I believe his name, from the original Legend of Zelda, the mm three-headed dragon creature.
2: I believe the official description of the cave was dank, by the way, so danky cave confirmed.
0: Dank mm. caves. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: not even wet and moldy. It's just really cool.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People seem really excited about Ganondorf returning. Mm
2: hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to Pig Ganon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or Calamity Ganon, right? From yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So, like, I play Zelda games just like all video games I play. I play it for, like, the gameplay and exploration. Mm-hmm. I don't play it for the story. So, I need, like, a refresher. When things ended in Breath of the Wild, what, what state? With the world and everyone in. Was everything okay? Mm -hmm. So Yeah, no, no, nobody knows.
2: Okay. Uh, Yeah, there's like like Breath of the Wild is basically a mm post-apocalypse. And so mm -hmm. at that point, everything has that that's bad that's happened has kind of happened to people. And they've rebuilt a little bit, but Ganon was sealed away by Mm -hmm. Princess Zelda and the Mm -hmm. castle. So what you do at the end of that game is kind of end the the Blood Moon type like current effect that he's still having even though he's trapped by letting him out and killing him or like banishing him in some way so it's like it's like a it's like a more resolute resolution like it's, it's exactly the same as when sauron appeared in Mirkwood and the white council banished sauron uh from there and they thought everything was fine but sauron just went to mordor and if you saw <laughs> the movie the hobbit movie he just does it in a little light cloud and he just floats away like lucky too to uh mordor And then he sets up base there. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Story. There's no, and I I guess I don't, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, Mm -hmm. but like if you, if you are someone that cares about the Zelda timeline deeply and that's important to you, like it's nonsense. It's (laughs) like Ganondorf's back again. Like it's just an excuse for all this awesome gameplay and like puzzles and exploration that we saw. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm not, and this one, to be fair, the voice acting was actually pretty interesting, like good in the trailer and compelling. Except for one
0: character that I don't want to get into it, but it's so bad. It can't believe how bad it is. I very often will choose to play games with a Japanese voice track just because I like the sound of Japanese. Mm. In the case of these games, it is a necessity for me. (laughs) I cannot stand this particular character's voice.
2: Well, which character? The point that I'm making... Only one character talks in the dang trailer.
4: No, there's that male voice VO too that I thought was like kind of compelling. Um, but they like, I guess maybe this is the game that can turn it around and do like a more story oriented Zelda in a way that like yeah. is actually compelling and interesting. Like Twilight Princess and Skyward Swords just sort of, you know, got us closer in that direction. And maybe this will be mm-hmm. the one that'll bring it home. Mm-hmm.
2: We do. He's know- not talking about the little bird, everybody. Um, <laughs> so, is there any indication still? That this doesn't take place in two timelines or partially in the past. I don't think so,
3: because uh, uh, all of the like champions and stuff that are with him are the descendants of the champions that like existed at the end of Breath of the Wild. And so, how do you know that? Well, I mean, well you that's that. That's you... uh, Sidon. There he is. Um, it, it appears that any of the like sort of they're not their original champions.
2: No, they're the progenitors. Yes, exactly, and so from what i can tell there's but no But check this out colin zelda's hair is shorter which means it hasn't grown out yet because there's no way to change the state of hair <laughs> what if
3: i were to out. tell you
2: that you <laughs> can <laughs> cut your hair <laughs> i'm not
3: listening no she chose she chose the bob and it was a choice um but uh <laughs> no um i think i think it solidly <clears throat> takes place after breath of the wild maybe a few years after okay that's
2: breath cool i know i like that i like it being a sequel
3: and I, I, because then you don't know what's going to happen in the end. <laughs> yeah, right. I, we do know though that the um, the official website gave us like a few little details, and one is that like they declaravi- declaratively said you start the game on a floating island in like, and so like okay. that'll sort of be like the sort of uh, gray plateau sort of moment where that's where you'll learn everything that you need to know. Mm-hmm. So it'll be sort of s- similar in 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 uh, execution probably to, to what happened, but. Um, the thought that you'll just sort of start up there is interesting because it almost seems like oh it'll yes. be a while until you get to get to the interesting stuff. But it's like no, maybe <laughs> it's will to be so good. You're
4: gonna be in some dive. deep cave. You're gonna use the you're gonna use the ascend power <laughs> to shoot up into the sky from out of the cave. You're gonna be zip-zopping <laughs> all over the place, up 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 and down, <laughs> Zips up. horizontally and, and vertically. That's Did you notice so in the uh,
2: lasers area, Link has a, like something between the glider and the fall, just fall, free falling. He has like a squirrel suit basically. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That's really cool. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, there's, th- this trailer, I think, completely 180'd everybody who was mm-hmm. feeling a little bit iffy before. Um, but even, even still, the map is still the same. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. I think it's cool that they've shown, like, here's how different the map can look. And then for people that have played this before, they can go, like, I was kind of speculating about this before. It's actually now exciting for me to be like... Well, why did this change, or what's changed about this area, or like, whoa, that's really different. What, what the heck's going on? Like, that's that's a cool type of discovery, secrets and exploration situation in its own. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yes, it's looking Might. really good. It's out May twelfth, and today is April thirteenth, which means it's less than a month away. <sighs> that's insane. Well,
3: yet last night I went <clears> to bed <throat> and I'm like I can't believe Zelda's like a month away. That doesn't seem. Right, that seems mm-hmm. like it should be so much further away, and like we still don't know very much. I watched this trailer this morning, and I'm like, it's a month away. We have to wait a month for this game?
2: <laughs> well, the delayed Suicide Squad today, a month out, oh, so you yeah. never know.
0: Yeah. we're we'll just, talk going to right. this,
2: That won't happen with this. I <laughs> it won't happen. But uh, the, uh, the, the Nintendo did announce a <clears throat> fall live event this year, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Er, we do not know what Nintendo's doing this fall. Like We just don't have things beyond... Pikmin,
0: Pikmin in August, right? right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like, why are they doing that? Are they doing that because they have you know a, a console to introduce and they mm-hmm. want to start messing with that? Um, I think so. That that's definitely a possibility. I mean, the the crossover Zelda year, but the, could, could happen. Um, next may we might be playing zelda all over again for 70 more dollars on a, a new system <laughs> i think
3: no matter when nintendo releases their next system i think it's launching with the new mario game whatever that game is
0: um, they're not making agreed. any more
2: mario games they've switched
3: never to movies. they're done
0: they're just making yeah. mario movies yeah.
3: now Now that you can make yeah. probably well, a billion they can plus make dollars. a lot more money <laughs> <laughs> They'll they'll make a game version of the movie <laughs> yeah the movie the game
2: that yep. happened that's happened
4: They do. And Sam, I think you're right about their fall of it. I think they're going to get everyone on earth to pay $70 for the game. And I still love, it's the most Nintendo thing to be like, why is it $70? You're like, because fuck you. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) None of their other games are. It's just the one, like, you know, what are you going to do? Not pay it? Like, that's what Nintendo's saying. (laughs) And then, and they're going to come out with a new console that's going to have a better looking version of Zelda. And then everyone's going to pay it again.
2: Yep. I yeah. will.
4: They're gonna, you're going to get the game of the year version that's going to have like, you know, two more bacoblins in it.
2: <laughs> <And> <laughs> it. It's going to have tinier floating islands above the floating islands. <laughs> as, yeah. As, as one does.
0: Uh, the event that Sam is referring to is Nintendo Live in September. It's going to be in Seattle, um, which is where they're headquartered here in, in North America. Yeah. Also, I don't... So to be... They could have just had it here at Nintendo Land. <laughs> in, in, yeah, uh, that's too small of a space. Too small of a space. Yeah.
3: Actually, that's all I've heard.
4: And actually, to be I actually yeah, yeah,
0: The yet. first time on Sunday.
3: Yeah. Um, we, we, should... do, we don't know anything
4: about their fall event, but just the fact that it's that late in the year is sending off spidey senses of like, mm, like it feels like maybe that could be a potential And they want people to play games. Like...
2: like, how many games do you have to announce yeah. if yeah, that's you want it. people yeah. to play games? They're not going to come play old games.
0: Last September, they had a really big direct. They revealed the title of Tears of the Kingdom and the release date. They revealed Fire Emblem Engage, uh, Pikmin 4, um... Octopath Traveler 2, so it was a really big direct. So they're going to do that again in September, but this time they want to have people there to play games. Yeah, it's like, maybe they have some hardware they want to put in people's hands. Yeah,
2: yeah, maybe we should go do a rogue game
0: scoop from the show floor. Okay, Ooh. let's do it. I don't know why it needs to be rogue. I think we can probably just go. <laughs> <laughs> no, because <laughs> they, w-
2: they won't host us, they won't let us like, do a panel or something. It's not like a PAX, is why I'm saying it's No, like... yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, well, we'll, uh, we'll, well, we'll just ask... Big Tony style aka Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> wait a second. I've never seen them in the same room.
0: I mean, I what? have I have met them both though. <laughs> um, speaking of the Mario movie, no spoilers. I'm seeing it on Saturday, like I said, taking my my kid. Me too. Everyone I else saw it. You've seen mm-hmm. you've seen it, you've seen it? Mm-hmm. and Justin has not seen I, it yet? I'm going this weekend as okay. well, yeah. Okay. I was so. the
2: only person that didn't fall asleep during the movie of the people I went with. Interesting. Oh. But you liked it? But I yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I, I I don't
3: I mean I don't want to paint anyone's like opinions going into it, yeah, but I I, just, I enjoyed it. I think it was a fun time.
2: Um, I was I, with people that had too much to drink the night before. Ah,
3: mm. I see, I see.
2: But uh, still, still, there's some sleepy moments in it, but it, mm. it's just because it's a cozy movie at parts.
4: Yeah, it's fine. And I'm also I'm going to assume Sam that you were there with adults. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were all adults.
2: <laughs> I will tell you this: the child next to us, though, this was what was weird because we were there at like eight thirty at night, and I'm like, oh, this movie's <laughs> going to end late. This kid's up late. Had a big, big Coke in his hand, you know, I was like, oh, okay, that'll, that'll help. But uh, (laughs) he was actually on the edge of his seat and it was the cutest thing, you know, just like, like feet dangling, edge of the seat. And just like during certain parts being like singing along or like shouting, yeah, and stuff. And I was like, this is, this is going to work so well for the kids of today. Yeah, that's what I'm so hyped
4: for. Like, I haven't seen the movie yet. I believe the impressions that maybe it's not that great, you know, like it's not the world's best movie, right? Like the impressions have been mixed. But like, I think that like the childlike joy that like that, you know, adults and children are getting out of it. Like, I feel like you have to see it in that kind of environment to really kind of truly understand what they were going
2: for. I think it's funny. Here's how I'll describe it. This this group will enjoy it and get something out of it because there is an Easter egg a second, you know. Right, yeah. So, so from that, that that's enough for you know people of a certain age to uh, appreciate, and then very young people will appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like in between where it's like I didn't ever right. play Super Mario Brothers, and I'm 28. Like I don't see much of this movie. Yeah, You're, this is just not going to work for you. Yeah. And that's a yeah, lot like... of film critics that are reviewing this movie. It's a lot of people talking yeah. about this movie. It's a lot of people that's up. So that's fine. It's mm-hmm. just it's for two different audiences. And if you've played Kid Icarus before, you will <laughs> like this movie a lot. But that's not a lot of people,
4: you know? Yeah, I agree. It's like, that's what, like, I'm curious to get my wife's take on it. Like, you know, she knows Mario and likes Mario, but she's sure she is not going to get the Wrecking Crew, like, <laughs> Easter egg and reference. Like, that one's going to go right over her head. So, you know, yeah, like, well, that Tell her to go
2: easy on the Fernette at 2 in the morning the night before.
0: <laughs> that's my You're recommendation that. for wives out there. Wait, people in Yeah, are you are know what? I can't, I can't tell her Fernette? what to do.
2: Well, I think, yeah. well, first of all, Amaros as a general class of liqueur are having a renaissance, Damon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're coming back. And Fernet mm-hmm. is a really great type of Amaro for early in the night, sometimes for the later, too. And uh, there's many types of Amaro out there, but that's a less sweet one. So I think it, it's, it's pretty hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I think yeah. it's delicious. I like there's all a, Amaro, though. There was a whole movie, like 10 years ago in San Francisco... Everyone was drinking Fournette. Yep. But then it kind well, of Well, there's yep.
2: locally made Fournette in a couple places here, too. And you can get it like on these little taps in the bar, which is like amazing. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll mess you up, though. It's very high yeah. alcohol. I was going to say, I would not, I'm not <laughs> going to drink some random like house, man. These are fancy drink places. These are high class establishments. Have you ever seen where they do like, you know, um, old fashions on tap or like, it's
0: like mm-hmm. a thing? Yeah. But you, you, yeah it's like but a way the, to sling The coffins. customer doesn't usually have access to the tap.
2: No, no, no! You don't have access to the tap. Okay. This is behind the bar, just like a beer <laughs> tap. Now, if they gave you access to a beer tap, that would be a problem too.
0: Yeah. Well, but that they had that place in the mission, unless it didn't survive the pandemic.
2: What happened to that? We all read about that, but I never went there. It was like a I never went. And maybe, anyway. maybe
0: it just didn't survive. I don't know, mm. like so many other places. Yeah,
2: because it was <laughs> clearly illegal. Serve
4: yourself. What could go wrong? <laughs>
0: Yeah. And it, for people listening and wondering, there was a bar in, in the mission in San Francisco where you just like you gave, you gave you an empty glass and there are all these taps and you somehow you like <laughs> would swipe a card to fill up your glass and, you're, and that's how they were charging you. But you yeah, you, you filled up all of your beers by yourself.
2: So it clearly collapsed under the weight of its, you know, colossal yeah. stupidity. But I wish I would have been there to take advantage of why yeah. it was stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. I did. And now I regret yeah. it. Yeah, sir, it's solving sir, a problem that does stop not exist pouring
0: the tap right into your mouth
2: oh, Sir, oh. did you weigh that glass? no <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it?
0: Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meats and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. Your tasty proteins are vacuum-sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you're ready. Choose from over 70 high-quality cuts, 100% grass-fed ribeyes, USDA prime filet mignon, free-range and organic chicken breasts, pork tenderloin, and thick-cut bacon, just to name a few. They also offer sustainable and wild-caught seafood, salmon, Pacific Cod, scallops, shrimp, and more. My recent Good Chop box included a couple delicious boneless 10-ounce ribeye steaks. I also got some Alaskan sockeye salmon filets that I baked in foil with lemon juice, garlic cloves, and a little parsley. And then there was the thick-cut bacon that I've been baking up for breakfast with my eggs. Saving me trips to the grocery store or butcher means I have more time for important things like spending time with my family and, of course, playing video games. Go to goodchop.com slash gamescoop120 and use code gamescoop120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code gamescoop120 at goodchop.com slash gamescoop120 for $120 off. goodchop.com slash gamescoop120, code gamescoop120.
1: Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters.
0: Okay, <clears throat> um, that's all the Nintendo stuff, right? Okay, Final Fantasy 16. Mm. I know yeah. you're also, Colin, mm-hmm. very excited for this game. I am. We're, do, did the 23-minute presentation for that get you as excited as the three-and-a-half-minute Zelda trailer did? No, because I think the Zelda trailer, it was
3: just like <coughs> a very condensed, perfectly executed sort of mm-hmm. bullet of hype. Um, hype but bullet. this really showed... A lot mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy 16. Maybe too much. That's maybe mm-hmm. my biggest concern going into the game. Is mm-hmm. just like they've so shown so many different of the icons that summons mm-hmm. and like all the different powers you'll get from them and 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 so many of the boss fights, which are all unique and crazy, and one's like a, yeah. a 3D like uh shoot 'em up, mm-hmm. like
0: against well, Yeah, And it's like, like Zone of the Enders or something. Yeah, it's not, something like that.
3: yeah, and it, it's insane. And the production value on this thing is Looks very, very pretty through the roof. Yeah. Um, and so I have a lot of faith in this game. Again, my only wor- worry is just like what haven't we've seen. Mm-hmm. But I think I think there's a lot. Like there was like a very quick shot of uh w- another icon called Typhon, which is like not a famous one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I think I think there's gonna be a lot more than just these really big ones that
0: they mentioned. Are last. icons there's some Yeah. And there's it's spelled E I K-O-N. That's yeah. just that's just yeah. what they're calling him. Here.
2: I watched it. I just I, they kept on mentioning that and I didn't really catch that because they showed like an icon I think battle at one point and It was really mm-hmm. small, but then the others are mm-hmm. all huge. I was gonna So to
3: what they do is there's basically uh, what they've said in the past is there's like three stages to each of these battles where it'll be you as like a human fighting the dominant Oh, that's the, what's
2: going on. I yeah. see. I remember that explanation. Yeah, yeah,
3: so it'll be them just fighting as humans and then they'll mm-hmm. turn into And the dominant an is like an icon's person. Controller okay. or yeah. so you're the, you're yeah. the yeah, dominant like, different.
4: It's like Power Rangers where you're exactly. your sized yeah. and
3: then the mm-hmm. woman big in the <laughs> enemy and <laughs> yeah. then you Yeah. So so it'll be you as a human versus the icon for a little bit then. And then it'll go full blown like kaiju, yeah. two icons versus each other. <clears throat> and the crazy thing about that is, apparently, every icon versus icon battle is is a different type of like gameplay. So like mm-hmm. one, yeah, because they was showed
0: like a it.
2: shooter one, almost yeah. like a um... yeah. Uh what the I don't know, kinda of like Gunstar, but kind of like that Nintendo. Zone 64. of the Enders. Zone, shooter, of the Enders yeah. like
0: yeah. Zone of the Enders, like an on rail
2: shooter. Or Zone of the Enders, yeah.
3: Yeah. And like and then uh the one they showed against Titan was just like this sort of God of War three yeah, over the it top
0: gave me God of War vibes as well. Yeah.
3: And so it just seems like I'm just really interested to see where they go. Like, It, it seems like there's not going to be any sort of lack of variety in this game. They showed sort of the progression systems and how after you get abilities from each icon, it has its own sort of small skill trees for each one.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so it just, like, I, I've said this before on the show, that it seems like Square Enix is putting like as much money and time and effort into this mm-hmm. game as it will take to get like another classic Final Fantasy. And, like, they're putting everything into this game. They, they, all of the side stuff, they have, like, um, a lot of different side quests that, like, a really cute uh, Moogle will give you. And uh, they have, like, a bunch of history, like, that you can optionally go through. And, like, they have, like, these pixelated versions of the characters and, like, getting yep. you extra, like, bonuses if you're, like, doing these extra, like, learning missions and stuff. And it just seems like they sat down and were just like, okay, what is everything we can put into a video yeah. game, and they did it. Yeah, it looks awesome. Like I don't know, like
4: someone at Square Enix, you know, like someone needs to tell them they don't need to go this hard <laughs> like every single time. Like you know, which I say with love, but like why? Like uh, honestly, like since Final Fantasy X, every single Final Fantasy after that has sought to just completely reinvent mm-hmm. what it makes to be a JRPG. And from the ground up, it's like a complete reinvention mm-hmm. of like, you know, battles and storytelling. And it's like, you didn't, like, you didn't have to do all that. <laughs> like, I feel like, cause, and, and I say, like, I don't know why, why my impression there is just different than other people that are making big innovative games. But I think because like, every final fantasy seems to like almost kill the company. Like it takes Mm -hmm. them forever and they seem so hard to make. And I really like final fantasy 15, but I'm the only person that does like, you know, it's like they they just, they feel like they're having like a hard time with the franchise. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yo, just like, you didn't. stick to something. You didn't. didn't, Yeah. Like, or like, you didn't like, it's fine. Like you can use the battle system twice. It's okay. Like, you know, like, it'll be all right.
3: You bring up a good point. Cause like the first three final fantasies on the NES, they were able to come out very quick to very next similar. to each other mm-hmm. and they were all basically the same battle systems, but there are differences. Like there's a job system in three and, and two had mm-hmm. a lot of different things. And then the SNES ones were all very different. You could have like five party members in four and then five had a job system again and then six had like a bunch of other stuff going on with their summons and everything. And then uh, again with the PS1 ones, mm-hmm. like all the same like uh, engines, all the same basic battle system, but enough differences to keep it interesting. And since 10, Onwards, you're right. It's just a completely different type of game every single time, and it takes them years and years and years to like bake these from scratch. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of me that wants and to be like, like just just make 17 like this, you know?
4: Mm. Why not? Yeah, and like they always do like a bespoke game engine too. It's like they make it so hard. <laughs> they really do. You, guess, but
0: for each hardware generation, there were three Final Fantasies, right? I'm I'm just realizing this now. So on NES, there were three mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. Famicom. Mm-hmm. There were three. There were three on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. There were three on PS2. Mm-hmm. Plus X2. Yeah. Ten, ten. Well, two. Ten, well ten two. it
3: gets a little oh, weird yeah, after sure. that because they start doing yeah, direct sequels that, right,
0: and stuff right. like that. After
3: that, it does get a little bit murky. And then, like I guess, the generation after that, there <laughs> had thirteen. But then thirteen had of its weird sequels, <laughs> and like yeah, it, it gets a lot messier after okay. ten. <clears throat> and the-
4: The other, the other thing about, you know, each game being a complete reinvention, I mean, it's awesome as a gamer, like what a bounty of just like riches that you get to experience this like new type of role playing game and God bless, you know, Square Enix for like, continuing to try to innovate and push things forward. But if you happen to like, I love Final Fantasy 12's battle system. And then I was like, well, you're never gonna see that again. Like, (laughs) that was it. Um, so, you know, it has this sort of downside too of like when they're always one and done like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm God, I can't believe how beautiful this it game really looks.
2: Is. It really is. I think one thing that's really interesting This is my favorite part of the trailer is when they're showing all the open areas. That yeah, are oh, I thought you meant the dog or the explore. wolf. Torgal. <laughs> well, the wolf yeah. is great, and then the Chocobo riding is really funny, but mm-hmm. at least there's, like, you can tell there's, like, these huge, like, cool things. And, like, Air this ships. part, like, are you controlling this ship? Well, I don't... I, like, yes. yes. That might just be a
3: cutscene, but...
2: Yeah. Maybe uh, a cutscene, yeah. Yeah.
3: But, I mean, it visually looks so good, and it almost looks like maybe too much, but also, like, you know, the battle director from Devil May Cry 5 is working on this, and that game's Uh, over the top of the battle, and it's an amazing battle system. But what's interesting to me that we sort of learned for sure in this uh, state of play was we already knew that it would sort of take place over a span of this character's life, uh, Clive, Mm -hmm. and it takes place in his teens, his 20s, and his 30s and it starts in his 20s, and you'll learn all the stuff about his teens like through flashbacks, which sometimes I get a little bit wary of. Like Final Fantasy XIII like, went really hard with like flashbacks mm. and like, non-linear storytelling, and it was kind of a mess for it. But I think the people behind the story of this, the, the people who worked on a lot of the expansions for uh, Final Fantasy XIV, which is really acclaimed for its story, I think it's gonna, I mean, I, I looking at this I have a hard time seeing anywhere where it's like really gonna falter. Obviously I've never played it, but like, <clears throat> it just
0: looks so good. It looks really good. And I think right. for anyone out there that likes to make numbers fly out of their enemies, <laughs> I think they're going to be very pleased. Look at all those numbers. Yep. Look at all
2: those numbers. I, I think so, I think the acting is terrible and the, the dialogue mm. they've shown so far is really bad and the faces look wooden. Like that's like the big weakness <laughs> here. And, and it looks like they but unfortunately they really focused on that and the characters are like three gray dudes like I, they all look the same. Mm. Like it doesn't doesn't look like amazing. For that type of stuff. And I really hope they're holding stuff back. Like like it took it took guts to be like, we're doing a road trip about three people with cloud strife hair in Final Fantasy 15. Like that was amazing. And this is so far from that in yeah, terms of just totally like, different. well, this is like a, a story we're telling. Because they're kind of doing the Dragon Age thing where it's like, here's a big yeah. set of kingdoms at war, here's a bunch of lore behind them, here's why you need to learn them. Like, I don't like that. I just don't like that type of, of of world building or storytelling, so I'm worried about that. And then, I, and I'm only playing devil's advocate here because I think everything else looks great. And then the other thing I would say is that Final Fantasy VII remake was not like that at all. Those characters, I know they're from previous games, but like they were acted well. The game was cool. It was really fun. It looked like, like you know, uh, every time people were talking, it was fine. And it was fun to follow, and they kind of redid that story in a really smart way. And this, this game is not giving me the same feel as, in terms of like tight narrative JRPG as that one mm-hmm. at, at all. And Nor does the battle system look like anything like that yet, but that's okay, because we haven't, we haven't tried it. it. Until it's in your hands, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I do think it looks really cool. The world looks beautiful. There are lots of cool monsters to fight. It's got kaiju. I'm happy about that, and I love the little... <clears throat> The little like eight bit details in there, um, mm-hmm. in your like hideout area that you get to explore. So,
2: oh yeah, know. that looked really cool too. Yeah. I can't wait for this game though. I think it's so fun that this yeah. is happening in the summer, and we have a giant Zelda game and a giant Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. That's like, <clears throat> when did that? You know, like that feels like nineteen eighty eight, just like yeah. Super cool.
3: And yeah. they said this game could take like, upwards of like eighty hours, um, sure. like thirty five bare bones, just go straight through it, up to like eighty hours if you want to do a lot of the extra stuff. So it's yep. like, if we're doing that back to back with Tears of the Kingdom,
0: like Sam was saying. Like, oh my god! I'm
3: gonna be playing video games like nonstop, and I'm so excited.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's a good problem to have. But you know, after this, this is what June twenty second. After this, there's not much that we know about until I mean, if you want to play Starfield in mm. what September, that's uh, like the Spider-Man, next. Spider Man eventually. Spider Man will probably in around the same time. Yeah, I think
2: so. What about I'm, Pikmin? I'm Pikmin's so, so a dog excited now. for Pikmin,
0: and like, I, yes. I think it's so cool. I am it excited it's for Pikmin too. Game. I am too just I, I think of it as a different a different sort of time investment than like a final fantasy 16 mm. or something mm-hmm.
3: like a solid
0: like 18 hour game yeah something like that yeah ah man and then
3: even this month like i really want to play advance war
0: one Plus Two Reboot yep. Camp, yeah. yeah. Gosh, I forgot. That's yeah, coming out to come out, and then the the Pixel Remasters are out next the week. The Pixel And I want to play out. those. I don't know.
3: And and there's the the Burning Shores DLC for Horizon, <laughs> which I'm interested in. I might sideline it, even though I liked that game. I think And then, as you said earlier, there's Jedi Survivor at the end of this month, and then yeah. Zelda, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then
2: Final Fantasy. not suicide squad not suicide
0: squad that brings us to today's news this is so crazy (laughs) um i'm sure that you've heard suicide squad you know it was supposed to come out in late may got delayed to later in the year they said no it's been delayed until next year it has a 2024 release date february 24th i want to say it's the only game with a release date in 2024 at this point Hmm. this game was announced back in 2020. Supposed to be out in 2022, mm-hmm. delayed to early 2023. Got that May release date, then got indefinitely delayed again, and now it's pushed all the way into 2024, which will be, if that comes out, then nine years since they shipped Batman Arkham Knight. Nine years. That's not good. You no, know, <laughs>
3: like, clearly this game is so far along that, like, I don't know what, how all they could do. can do is change it shit. substantially. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's shows polish. They, it means they, that even what they've shown is not working very well. I guess. Yeah. I mean,
4: they got to be. They have to be taking this time to like de-game as a serviceified. You would, would hope. I just
2: don't think they can do it. That's like ripping out the spine at the end of a Mortal Kombat <laughs> fight. I just don't think they're going to be able to pull it off.
3: Like if you if you showed me this mm. game and you're like, "This is Crackdown 4, I'm like, "You know what? Actually, this looks pretty fun." <laughs> I mean, but yeah. not if it's
0: the next <laughs> game from Rocksteady. You know what I just mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So. You know, They had this their state of play in February. Most people, I think, were pretty disappointed in that. Requires an online connection, even if you're playing by yourself. It's got this battle pass. Uh, All of the, the four characters play very similarly and don't even seem to use their actual powers. And then the gameplay is just like shoot the purple thing. So, I mean, like what? They are taking a whole extra year, but like how much of that can they actually fix? Can I guess a better question is, can anything save this game? Maybe the story is really. I just
2: don't think so. That's uh, not long enough. They would need five years. They need to start from scratch to do. They need to Metroid Prime for this game if they want to do that. mm. And it's just not going to happen. They're they're going to make this work as much as as well as possible. Yeah. And that's all they can do. Yeah. I think the fact that their last game came
4: out nine years ago by the time this comes out, Rocksteady, is that that means internally this game was already Metroid Prime 4 once. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Like it's like it, it, and that's just me speculating but like there's no other way that this takes them nine years yeah. and i didn't i was i was from the beginning and you can go back and you can check the tape like i i always like this gameplay more than like most people did i thought it looked fun but but to colin's point like it definitely like i replayed arkham asylum lately and like it couldn't be more night and day different yeah. from like yeah just the vibe and like and like that game like look like it pioneered this combat system that's still in use across video games today but like it's sort of secretly not so secretly like a puzzle mm. exploration game, right and like yep. all Solitary. of that seem, seems to be gone um you know so I think I think that this looks like a fun enjoyable video game um you know I don't it's like it's not a game anybody asked for yeah
0: yeah it's just it's just, it's a shame I think rock city used to be one of our most beloved mm. developers mm-hmm. and they just like they they' they were really good at making single player games like Just like stay in your lane. Just do keep doing that. That's what you're really, really good at. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, and it's like they made three. You know, and it's like Arkham Knight. Like I think it's very few people's favorite in the trilogy. But like they just went from strength to strength. And so you know, because of Knight, you can't quite claim that they got better as they went. But like just three absolute all-time greats. Right. Right. (laughs) And then and then this.
2: Yeah. After uh, uh you know, moving it strategically out of the month that Zelda comes out and that it, mm-hmm. it might be panned and compared and stuff like that is really smart. It is shocking to move it to an undisclosed date next year. I, I, it's just like, didn't they give it a date? Yeah, it has February. a date. So what's the date on it? I think it's the 24th. What is the 24th. Date? Okay. February 24th, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that it, it it's like, it, it's, it's showing that there is still things to fix. Right. But it's also <clears throat> showing that they're like not confident about the game and like for, for a company like this that could be making amazing things and maybe is in the background it just makes you want to like think like what what would make them cut their losses like what would actually make it so it's like we're just canceling this game they mm. just can't right but like I'm sure they can't paying another 9 months of developers like on yeah. it is like it's like an, a, a whole another level of like disaster internally it seems yeah, yeah. it's like a sunk cost
4: they're yeah, they're going to make it less purple. That's what they're going to spend this time doing. <laughs>
3: they'll, they'll, they'll make some things other tertiary colors. Yeah. 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 Or secondary. They're secondary colors. Yeah. That's
0: right. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Crazy situation. It made, it
3: made me think for a second. Is anything else coming out next month besides Zelda? Like anything notable? It Did it made, everything clear away? Yeah, I think it was most... Oh, there's Redfall. Oh, okay. Red, okay. Red, Red okay. And Redfall looks like a lot of fun. But it Red, looks like just, it's a very different kind of game, so... Yeah. Well,
0: not very different from Suicide Squad, really. Well, no, that's true, co-op. but from, yeah. from that's, Zelda. That's the
2: thing.
0: Yeah. Um, very, I'll be very interested to see how Redfall, like, I mean, mm. it's, a, it's going into Game Pass, so we're not going to, like, get into, like, sales figures, but um, excitement seems very muted mm. for that game, and I like Arcane games. Mm. So we'll see. But the nice thing about being in Game Pass is I'll play it anyway. Yeah, people will just check it out.
3: Yeah,
4: I mean, I think, I think people are forgetting that that game is Arcane, um, you know, which I guess similar to, uh, to Rocksteady, I guess that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but like, this is, Arcane never misses. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, no, it's like Redfall got to get like nine out of tens, 10 out of tens.
0: Like, you know, I don't know, who knows? Probably not. But like, I think that that game is actually going to be pretty darn good. Well, I mean, I think so too. Like Arcane, like I said, I like Arcane games. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm, yeah. I'm just talking about the excitement for it. Yeah. I don't think it's really yeah. there at this point. Agreed.
2: Yeah. Just like Deathloop.
0: That's true. Yeah. I liked Deathloop a lot. Hmm. Uh, okay, a real quick um, extracurricular activities. Sam, how do you feel about these new Star Wars movies that were just announced oh, over my, the weekend? gosh,
2: can you believe it? They just so offhandedly confirmed and, and talked about all the new movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm watching Mandalorian right now and I like so many 15-minute segments of that mm. show <laughs> and, and so many of them I'm, I'm just like, this, it feels like you know, Rebels or something, which a lot of people like, but like, it's not really for me. Mm-hmm. so i you know i i really wonder like what's i but i'll watch it forever like i I'll, i can't wait for a like it's gonna be super cool mm-hmm. but, like why do i need to see a movie again like they got to give me a reason for that like what you know may, maybe i do want to watch these kind of like mid star wars shows for the rest of my life instead of going back to the theater i, I can't tell mm-hmm. they haven't given me a good reason to some mm-hmm. good directors behind them like a td's Writing well, one by himself or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That one might. I mean, so so <laughs> many of these be have dead. been like the equivalent of vaporware. No, it's not dead. It's not. I know. I talked one. about it last weekend. Yes, but, but that's but not
2: all... one of the three that they like. Put their yeah. planted no, their flag in the ground. And, like, Kathleen Kennedy, she confirmed several of them that the the, the confirmed the lando show for example they didn't talk about that in any official capacity there's all kinds of confirmations of stuff they're just coming from left and right oh no no that one's still happening oh yeah yeah, that one still exists i think
3: i think the confirmation that they're doing a movie with ray set 15 years i think is what they said something but set set after after uh, yeah after the sequels with like a new like you know jedi i don't know council or whatever just more more new jedi Um, Is it just
2: gonna be a reboot of a reboot?
3: I mean, mean, maybe. My hope is just that, like, I, like a lot of people, really disliked Rise of Skywalker. I think that is just like a genuinely awful movie. And it's unfortunate that that's sort of where all of that landed for me, personally. But like, you know, they have a a very acclaimed director. I can't remember uh, their name. Yeah, I I didn't recognize Uh, the director. But uh, I think they do a lot of indie stuff. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily translate well to a big AAA thing. does always like, translate um, to Star Wars. Uh, oh, gosh. The Eternals, <laughs> uh, the director of that did, yeah. like um one mo- or not movie of the year what was the what was the one with like the rv I, and yeah, it was i
0: know who you mean i just don't know the yeah yeah, the yeah. Film. but
3: like yeah it, that doesn't always translate well it's like a big uh hollywood mm-hmm. production and so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with it but it's like if they can manage to pull off a movie that actually like maybe gives some better resolution to like the end of this star wars yeah. timeline as it, as it stands then like i would be more excited moving forward
0: yeah and I like I liked I always liked Daisy Ridley as Rey. Yeah, like no, I she's think not she the cool. problem. She's great. You know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I think her just sort of looking around and then deciding she's a Skywalker was a little bit stupid. Yeah, but
0: that's not her I fault. Guess,
3: like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not <laughs> yeah. not Daisy. I'm not yeah. definitely not like dragging on Daisy. And I like the character in general. It was just like such a <laughs> stupid way to end the, <laughs> the saga. I,
2: I don't I don't know how many times I can see like the Jedi try to make their temple again. And then the, the mm. empire comes back from the crack, the scrags of,
3: yeah, like, come is. on.
2: So like, to just, no more just, empire,
3: no more pseudo empire. Yeah. The conflict has to be something different, the, but, but the problem
4: it with it constant, be. like it yeah, cannot be the thing with constant sequelization is that no character can ever have a happy ending. It's never happily ever after. Cause if you make a sequel, there has to be a conflict and like an evil rising, yeah. right? Mm, like, yeah. so it just, it never ends. Like, I, I think it's so funny, though, that from just just like from from like a franchise development perspective, the Jedi being like an extinct or dead order for, like, almost all of the storytelling era that they want to explore is just hilarious to me. That, like, like, lightsabers and force powers is, like, Star Wars whole thing. And the overarching narrative is, like, nah, there's nobody left that does that. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, anytime there's, like, a Cal Kestis, they have to yeah. have this, like, tortured lore reason for, like, why he's off doing what he's doing. And more importantly, why they're not, like, where is Cal Kestis and Ahsoka in, like, the sequel trilogy? Like, it's just they're just completely boned from like a storytelling (laughs) perspective. And like, it has to make Disney so mad that there's not just hundreds of Jedi that they can endlessly spin off forever. Right. And so like, I think for me, I think that's what like the Ray sequel is about. And that's, you know, what do I, I don't know anything, but like my speculation is that it's her setting up a new Jedi order. And then like, okay, now we have another hundred years of like star Wars stories we
3: can tell with, you know, with the with these this new young Jedi. Yeah. They're also... I they're
0: can't, also going back.
3: Yeah. I can't remember what the specific yeah. announcement was, but James they're going... James
0: Mangold is going to do something about the... The first the, the, Jedi. The creation yeah. of the Force, or the discovery of the cool Force. a cool idea. He
2: compared it to the Bible a few times in different
0: yeah. ways. Because yeah. <laughs> it's all... Yeah, let's not, let's not go
3: into that <laughs> midichlorian nonsense, but... Uh, that's 100% what this movie's going to be. Yeah, around. I was going to say, I don't that's think, exactly I mean, I what think, it is. I think if they can avoid it, I think they will. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I don't know if I trust the handling of the Star Wars franchise as a whole, because like, sometimes, like, Andor, I love Andor, Yeah. then there's, like, Obi-Wan, and it's like, uh, you know? So it's like, I don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, but James Mangold's a great director. Yes. And it's a cool idea, because, like, so much of the Star Wars at the beginning was, like, sort of this bizarre spirituality meshed with all of the sci-fi stuff. And so it's like going maybe harder into <laughs> that side of it, and it'll be like, okay, well, yeah. we'll get some force stuff going. I think
2: on. Star Wars is being delivered better now as a TV show series, and so is Marvel. And I just don't see these like the the, the superhero arc movies like are never going to be as fun as they were when they're assembling the Avengers. And like this is becoming a problem that like the the hero arc Jedi movies are never going to be as fun. Like just do it over twelve episodes, and then mm. you know three years. Mm. It's just like. These are these are stories that are, I think are now handled better by streaming now that the effects are really good mm. and everything. It's going to take a lot. Like like the first JJ Abrams, you know, Force Awakens trailer was like such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it was so exciting to think about that time and going to the theater and everything, but like now I think a bunch of people feel a little bit burned, right? And they're like, well, well yeah. "I'm not going to be excited when they show me a trailer the first time because there's been so many crappy Star Wars movies." That's not my opinion, by the way. I'm just saying that's what people think. Yeah. I actually really like, like every Star Wars movie. I like Solo. I like The the Last uh, uh, Jedi. I like the Rise of Skywalker. I like them all. I think they're all really half, fun.
4: Half or more of the Star Wars movies are not very good.
2: <laughs> but that's the problem, right? Is that, like, how yeah. are you going to get people excited about going to the theater when you, you can be like, oh, I'm going to stop watching this TV show halfway through? That's fine. But, like, mm-hmm. buying a ticket yeah. to the theater is like a little bit of an investment. Mm-hmm. I think Marvel is the same issue. Uh. The, yeah. the Marvels trailer did not look like a movie that wants to drag a bunch of people to the theater. It looks like a, you know I a great actually I, I
3: I didn't particularly enjoy um, Captain Marvel that much. I just think it was kind of a boring yeah. movie. But I actually kind of liked that trailer for the Marvels. I thought it looked like a lot more of like a fun high type of movie than yeah. what like a lot of they've like, been trying to do. I didn't
0: watch the show. Miss Marvel's good. Yeah, but, but I haven't seen it. So it's just like, mm-hmm. I, I don't that's have any right. connection to this character. She's so. a very good actress, yeah, yeah, is yes. what I'll say. I'm just saying, I think there are a lot of people yeah, out agree. there who also haven't watched it. It's like, mm. it's just going to be, a, it's like hard to get them excited about going to see this character they don't know in a movie. For sure.
2: Yeah. I liked Captain Marvel. Oh, I liked that, that one. <clears throat> it was 80s. Remember that? It's
0: fun. Yeah, that's why Street Fighter 2 should not is? have been in, <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> that's right. Anyway. That's right. <laughs>
2: Uh, okay. um, I, have an, I have an extracurricular uh, show and tell okay. that will only take a couple seconds Okay. Um, so uh, I've been sharing uh, in San Francisco a lot of people put stuff out on the streets mm-hmm. uh, that's really cool and, uh, because it's difficult in a thick you know, urban environment to get your trash picked up and so people don't want to go to Goodwills stuff like that so they just put stuff out now, I showed uh, Justin and Damon that somebody put out like, some of the best board games ever on the street really near me the other day and I didn't pick up any of them Justin, what were some of the good ones that you were pointing out in there?
4: Oh, well, they had, like, Legacy of Dragonhold and Codenames and the XCOM board game Pandemic. and, um, all, all and this Pandemic. Good stuff, right? You don't yeah. just see that stuff on the street or at a thrift store. Normally. It was but, hundreds and hundreds of dollars of board
2: games. Yeah. So that stuff happens, right? I saw, like, a curved screen television on the street. Like, I didn't expect to see those for another 10 years, you know. That stuff just happens. But I, I found a big box of games, and there were PlayStation Ooh. 2 games. So wow. I, I only Ooh. picked up ones that were, like, of note. Because there was a lot of sports games in there. And by a note, I just mean I thought it would be funny to show on the show. Like, yeah. they're, they're very goofy. Yeah. So uh, for Justin, I got uh, the Lego Star Wars video game, which I the didn't first remember one? that this game is called The Lego Star Wars Video Game. And it is about the prequel wow. trilogy. It is yeah, not the, Skywalkers. It, this yeah. is the, what the Lego mm-hmm. Star Wars game
4: was. Yep. Lego Star Wars 2 was the original
2: trilogy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was kind of funny. All right. Uh, we talked about this on the show recently. I just thought it'd be fun to own The Simpsons Road Rage. Mm, a really yep. nice copy mm. of this one. Nice. Uh, it's a. Uh, I believe is this the Crazy Taxi or the GTA one? That's no, the Crazy. The GTA
0: taxi. one, right?
2: This is the GTA
0: one. Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, it's really funny. It says on the back, "Mr. Burns is up to his greedy ways, purchasing <laughs> the Springfield buses and jacking up the fares. Now Springfieldians must turn to their car, turn their cars into cabs, to make them enough money to buy back. Well, that the buses sounds like Crazy taxi. The clock runs yeah. out. This mm. is. This is. Oh. What our reality is now uh, they're using their cars to
0: drive people around. Simpsons Hit and Run is the GTA one. Sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh. that's right. And then uh, I don't know if this Burnout is good. Uh, it is called Burnout all Revenge, which all I remember good. it coming out. And I only played yeah. Paradise on, but I, I always wanted to try one of the puzzle ones.
0: Yeah. So is this one of the puzzle ones? Yes. More like, yeah. Okay. Crash cool. the cars. That's good.
2: Now it's going to get weird. Yep. Right? Here is Love a it. roller coaster tycoon like called Thrillville. Remember
0: this mm-hmm. one? hmm.
2: Yeah. here's the weirdest thing. Okay. The developer, and you might not be able to see this very clearly here, yeah. it's here above the E for everyone, is LucasArts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
2: So LucasArts made a, uh, a yeah, like a, a roller coaster thing. And then this is by far the weirdest. And I didn't know what it was when I picked it up. Uh, you you probably will know. It. I've looked it up now. Aragon, based on the, <laughs> a movie. I don't know, movie, show, movie? Book. Book. Movie. Yeah, yes. Book
0: and uh, then a movie, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: with, with some funny looking actors in it. And it looks really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing about this is that it was developed by Sierra Games. Sierra, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> King's Quest of King's Quest fame. Yes. <laughs> Those were different times. Anyway, the rest of the box is still out there. So anybody uh, wanting to walk through uh, the mission of you know, San Francisco, California, uh, maybe you'll stumble on some other goodies. I'll I will try to do think- this more often. I'm just going to put him back really? around the street
4: now. <laughs> I love it, yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about Aragon is that it's all about, like, dragons. It's like dragon lore, and Aragon is just dragon, but with the D changed to an E. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, my gosh, oh my you're God. right. I thought it was just an Aragon ripoff. <laughs> and
4: rip off and I the just...
2: E is a dragon.
3: Yep. Yep. It's like, just oh, go one letter up on the alphabet. It's oh fine. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what happens when you get, like, a, a, a what was he, like, 17 when he started writing that book or something? I think, like, 15.
0: Mm. Oh, well, we're getting confirmation. <laughs> wow. Right? Well,
3: yeah, we have, Which uh, is, we have it, an Aragon expert. Yeah, uh, Ryan, right uh, who is who's helping produce the show. She's I today. have legitimately
2: never heard of Aragon before, and I think that's interesting because I'm a fantasy I, fan. I, I, read, I existed during the PlayStation 2.
3: <laughs> there are four books in like this cycle, and I read all of them as a kid, and I thought they were awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought they were so cool. And all the dragon stuff. And I tried to reread the first one, like, I don't know, five, six years ago, like as an adult. And it is not great. <laughs> it is, it is, it's, 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 it's very much like watered down Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings without any of the poetry yeah. or the, like, layered meaning it's just dragons well, okay. and it's fine and it's fun but and it's to be it's fair kids. nobody everybody skips past those poetry pages in lord of the rings anyway <laughs> yeah, nobody I, reads i'm those. saying i'm saying it's i'm saying that lord of the rings is poetic more so than it's yeah. like you know there is literal poetry. what if you
2: changed one letter in the title lord of the rings <laughs> and got a whole different idea out of it maybe lord of the dings <laughs> <laughs> lord of the kings lord of the kings is great because <laughs> that's just the ultimate
0: king no yeah. you can only move up one letter the king of kings so we can do Eastern. um uh, yeah, could do Lord, Lord of the, of the Sings. Lord of the Sings, <laughs> and it's just the Sing Star like reboot. The
2: sequel, The Lord of the Dance. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, that's enough funny business. Everybody, settle down. <laughs> that brings us to video game twenty questions, and our suggestion this week comes from Steve from Long Island. This is from Long Island. Yeah. No, he doesn't say he's in Long Island. So do with do with that what you will.
4: <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> it changes nothing. <laughs> uh, Let the questioning begin. Hmm.
4: Uh, did this game come out in the 70s, 80s, or 90s? Yes.
2: Mm.
3: Ooh. Do you play as a human in this game? Uh, I think so. I think so.
0: Mm. I think okay. The idea is that you're a human. Mm.
2: The idea. Just, just the idea. Idea it's is not that Clue I'm Clue land. Island. <laughs> hmm. uh, did this come out on a compact disc format?
0: No. Hmm.
2: Same question. Cartridge.
0: No.
3: Cartridge. <laughs> 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 compact disc. All right. Um, so maybe floppies? an machine.
4: Was this originally an arcade game? Yes. Oh, okay. that's five. Okay. Okay. Well, this will
2: be fun. <laughs> yeah. And you kind is of Is this from arca- before before the arcade crash in the year 1983? Of our common era.
0: Ask that question again. Please.
2: Is this from before the year
0: 1983?
2: No. Interesting. Sounds like a 1983
4: game, y'all. I was going to say now I'm worried it's a 1983 <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. That's fine. That means it's
2: Cubert.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what do we is. classify Cubert as a human? <laughs> No.
4: <laughs> the idea, the, the idea, idea is that, is he's, is that, he's, that he's a human. <laughs> he swears like a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Swears so like a sailor. Mm. <laughs> mm.
4: I mean, okay. Like, did was this game released in the eighties? Yes. Okay.
3: Maybe it is Cuber. Do you jump around in this game? No.
2: No. Emphatic. Does yeah. this game have a, a, an unusual controller that's not a joystick?
0: Um, are we on eight? Hold please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't try to count
3: my letters. Is this Top Golf or, or not Top Golf? What, what were those golfing games that you had like spin the ball? Uh, I know. that's not '80s Golden so. T. Golden T. Yeah, I'm sure that's later than than
0: what we're getting here, but it could be the I think crystal. Brawler, okay, so, um, uh, can you ask your question again, please?
2: Does this not use a joystick?
0: Does it not use a joystick? No. <laughs> so it does use a joystick.
2: It does it, use. It doesn't t- not joystick. use a joystick. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it.
0: <clears> hmm. <throat>
2: um it could Wait. be like a brawler or a shooter or something like that does this game have sequels
0: no that's 10
2: okay Ooh.
3: Hmm. should we ask if it is a sequel or do we think it's probably just a, a one-off
2: well how about this is this a violent game yeah oh. <laughs>
4: cool is is this a, in arcades was this a multiplayer game
0: what do you consider to be a multiplayer game I don't know how to make that anymore. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. can two audience. people
3: play this game at once? Maybe is that a better way to? Can you? Is it, did it have simultaneous multiplayer? Nope. So it sounds like you could pass off.
2: You take. Yeah. Times. So it's like track and field, but violent. <laughs> I thought
4: it was not violent. Oh no, he said it was violent. Mm-hmm. And you're ostensibly playing a human.
2: <clears throat> That's the idea. What, That's what? the idea. <laughs> maybe are you in a vehicle in this game? Yes. Maybe it's like Afterburner. What's Afterburner? Space Harrier. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really cool uh, jet game that they made a uh, a vomitorium out of the sphere for it. And you can get inside. Um, <laughs> <the game>. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's
4: see. Are you are you flying in this game? Yes. That's a, that eliminates all road games. I don't know why. Is I this a Sega? Game? <laughs> like,
2: no. That's fifteen. Hmm. Maybe it's, it's a ha- because we talked about it recently. Afterburner is
4: Sega, right? Yeah, it is. So so is Space yeah. Harrier. Is this a yeah, side so
2: scrolling game?
0: No no. No. No.
2: So it's none of the like <laughs> classic shooters like life force and gradius and stuff like that.
4: So it's gotta be a I man. Oh. Flying game, but so it's an afterburner like. It almost has to be right if you're flying and it's violent, but it's not side-scrolling. And actually, that's a really good because not side-scrolling eliminates you know any and all shmups. Mm. Is this based
2: on a license?
0: No. Ugh.
2: Could it be mm. Star Wars or Buck Rogers or anything like that. Star Trek which is a really cool vector arcade game.
4: Oh, I didn't even know there was a vector arcade Star Trek game. Oh my
2: gosh, it's so cool! You like docking oh. bases and it has a little map screen. It's it's incredible.
4: So um,
2: with this
3: being the eighties and the arcades, is it almost certain that it's like a two D game? Like there would well, would there really be like a, a crazy three D
4: thing? Be,
2: like Zaxxon? that's Texas Sega.
4: I mean, it had to be it had to be like probably sprite-based, Colin, to mm-hmm. your point. Like it wouldn't have had polygonal graphics, mm-hmm. but like I don't it's hard to explain if you don't know Afterburner. <laughs> like stuff's <laughs> coming at you. Yeah, in the screen, so, so like it was mode played from a three almost. different or sizes specific.
2: of sprites. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It is a little bit like mode seven, um, <clears throat> but uh, but if this is like, we don't know what type of flying vehicle it is either.
4: So, but hmm. is it helpful? What if it were space? Would that help us at all? Yeah, space versus
2: atmosphere. Yeah, but Damon might not know where this takes place. Does it this take place does... in the space? Okay, go ahead.
0: Yes. And space
3: game.
2: That's it.
3: Right? You
0: only have one more question.
3: Question and a guess, or just question and a guess? Yeah. Does anyone know it's of it's any? Not based wild on wild.
2: This is this is really
4: space interesting. Game. No, and no sequels. Yeah. Use a joystick. Um, had you could take turns in multiplayer.
2: Uh. Sorry, do we know anything about the perspective aside from it being a side scroller? Because it could just be like Gyrus. Didn't no, we? it's
4: not a side scroller. Yeah. It's not 2D.
2: Yeah, but wait, wait, we know it's, it could still be 2D because like Gyrus or like Galaga or whatever. You know,
4: no, we, I think you specifically asked the question was, is it 2D? And the answer was no. That wasn't right? a question.
2: We didn't ask that.
4: Did I dream that?
2: <laughs> I <just laughs> I think we that up. What do lot. we ask? Because we've asked so much about Afterburner likes, but I'm starting to think it's more like a late space shooter from 1983, no. like Gyrus. But we asked something about if it was played side-scrolling or something. We did ask the side-scrolling one.
4: Oh. And that was a but mess. that would count top-down.
2: If it's a single-screen game, it won't be side-scrolling.
4: Single-screen game. Okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it could be Galaga, the Galaga, like, well, Galaga. Galaga, That's what I was going to say. I
2: couldn't remember the year. Yeah. And then Gyrus I think, is another good one, too. I think
4: that's a a single screen is as good final question as any. Yeah,
2: we won't be able to get it from that, though.
4: Well, (laughs) what are you going to do?
2: All right, well, is this a single screen shooter or shooting game?
0: No, it is not. Oh, rip.
2: Alright, so our Hail Marys are going to have to be. You're you're probably moving into the foreground. It's not Zaxxon, it's Sega, which would be that a little bit. This is really interesting. There's there's like. uh, There's like CD games, games. I I but it's arcade, right? I wish we. Yeah, laser. There's laser disarray the game. Oh, okay. Um,
4: can't be. And it can't be Star Wars because it's not licensed. Yeah,
2: that that really throws a bunch of stuff out the window. What are the other vectors? Let's
4: I wish see. we knew if it was Japan or US. Well,
2: like asteroids know. is like way I'm earlier, sure right? Yeah, and then they did Asteroids Deluxe, uh, but that was single screen, still before eighty three. Um. I don't even know where to go with this. It's, it, it seems like a pretty obscure game.
4: What about uh, what about Tempest? Yeah, that was
2: in like 1980.
4: Hmm.
2: Are there like Tempest likes? I don't think so. And your Tempest turns, so it's just like a high score early 80s game, you know? It's like probably from 83.
4: I have no idea if Tempest had turn taking. Tempest isn't a bad guess.
2: But it's from 1980, so it's too early. Why? Cause oh, because it was
4: 80. Right after eighty three, I forgot about that. Or eighty three and after. I shall know, it shall we, I reveal? Could it, what, what, what about like what about like Tron?
2: It's licensed though. That's the problem with these. Oh yeah,
4: duh. Yeah, you're right.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess so.
3: I guess just let's just say Tempest, even though we know it's not it. Yeah?
2: No, no, it's not. We if we're gonna guess for anything, we'd have to guess for at least a game like Galaga yeah, like eighty eight, which is uh sure do that. Yeah. All right. This is Galaga
0: 88. It is not Galaga 88. <clears throat> this game is from 1983. Oh, well, you see it right here. It is Sinistar. Sinistar. <laughs> it is Sinistar from Williams.
2: Yeah, I was thinking of Sinistar. I guess
0: this isn't a single screen, so that
2: makes sense.
0: Man. Top down scrolling yeah. 300, 360, you know, or, or just wherever. You can it scrolls in every direction.
2: Is yeah. is really weird joystick about... for this game, but still a joystick. Mm.
0: And this is a terrifying game. If not it's a yep. shooter, but it is a very scary game because Sinistar himself is very scary. Is, is, so
3: Screamsy. Is your ship always that close to the bottom of the screen while you're playing this game? I think we're zoomed in. No, it's a okay. bit, yeah, in this Yeah, project. we're
2: zoomed okay. in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a really tall screen. It's a vertical monitor, so mm-hmm. it's, You can see the the map up there. Yeah. It's kind of showing like the, the
0: area that you're in. I hope really great a game. Great. I like there it. It. Oh, he's there getting you. built. He's getting built. Once his face is built, he yells, he screams, and roars at you. Hmm. Um, and there was a standard like upright uh, machine that used a joystick. But Sam, there's also like a sit-down cabinet, and I don't know what that was. That probably had some sort of a flight stick or something. No, I think
2: it's just a joystick. And the the thing about the game, it could only be played as a joystick because it's a it's a 64 way or even more joystick where yeah, you can like really that. like roll it around. Um, cool. My friend has an arcade space. Uh, down the street from me and has a Sinistar in it. I play it frequently, so definitely should have
0: got that one. It's a great game. Not for Williams, through. too, which is really cool. It's Williams, yeah. There's Sinistar. Mm. Uh, yeah. And he has, like, full digitized voice. It's a very loud, very scary voice. And, and, and uh, I used to uh, uh, voice the intro to GameScoop. That's mm. true. And actually, I learned when I was reading the, Wiki- the Wikipedia page for Sinistar mentions that... Ah. The theme, the theme song for IGN Gamescoop podcast uses voice samples from Sinistar.
2: Yeah, he goes, "Beware, cool. I live."
3: Oh, that's what that's from. Yeah, okay. that's Sinistar. All right.
2: Yeah. yeah,
3: I don't, I don't feel bad when we lose, and it's a game I've literally
0: never heard of. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew Sam would. I knew Sam. Would oh yeah, yeah,
2: I know this really well. Yeah, I, I don't know why I wouldn't have put this together. I guess I was cutting it off as the '83 date because it does seem like an '82 or before game, but I, it totally makes sense.
0: That yeah. Not ported to any contemporary console. What do you think, Sam? Probably because nothing nothing could do that voice.
2: (laughs) That's why.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we need the the power of the PS6. Put that into 3D audio. You can't invoke
2: Sinistar these days. It's just too dark.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's also a fun fact from uh, Noah Falstein, one of the designers, says that Sinistar contains a bug, this is good for you to know, Sam, since you play it, that grants the player many lives or ships. It happens only if the player is down to one life, and the Sinistar is about to eat the player's ship. If a warrior ship shoots and destroys the ship at this moment, it immediately takes the player to zero lives. And if the Sinistar eats the player, that subtracts another, li- subtracts another life. Since the number of lives stored uh, in the game has an 8-bit unsigned integer, the, the subtraction from zero will cause the integer to wrap around to the largest value, representable with cool. 8 bits, which gives you 255 lives. Hmm. Cool. See, Sinistar wasn't Y2K prepped. I know, I know. <laughs> also notable for having an antagonist title like Jaws. Oh yeah, that's cool. Fairly uncommon. Yeah. What's Nintendo's antagonist? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, nicely attempt... Thank you for the suggestion, Steve, from Long Island, currently residing in an undisclosed location. <laughs> Viewers, listeners, if you have your own suggestions for video game 20 questions, email them to me at the email address, gamescoop at itunes.com. And that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you to Colin, thank you, Sam, thank you, Justin. Thank you to Mariah and working behind the scenes to make this episode possible. My name is Damon, this is IGN Game Scoop. Around. I never...
2: You've
5: heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled, or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part mini-series about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.